0: In this episode, I'll be sharing with you a simple meditation exercise to help you manifest your goals for your ideal life once you have determined what they are. To participate in this week's exercise, you will need the list you created from a previous episode, Your Ideal Life. This list will describe every aspect of your ideal life. For instance, where you would live, who you'd be with, your job or career. Places you'd like to visit, your achievements, etc. If you don't have such a list, please listen to the episode titled Your Ideal Life, which will prompt you with some questions to create it. I think you'll find the various suggestions helpful and, best of all, a lot of fun to do. Please subscribe to and follow this podcast and tell your friends about it. The written version of this episode can be found on my blog, everydaylifespirituality.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Everyday Life Spirituality and on Facebook at Rose Francis Inspiration. The music for this episode is Soliloquy by Lydia Ferrell. You can find and purchase Lydia's music at lydiaferrell.bandcamp.com. Meditation on Manifesting Your Goals In this episode, I'll be sharing with you a simple meditation exercise to help you manifest your goals for your ideal life once you have determined what they are. To participate in this week's exercise, you will need the list you created from a previous episode, Your Ideal Life. This list will describe every aspect of your ideal life. For instance, where you would live, who you'd be with, your job or career, places you'd like to visit, your achievements, etc. If you don't have such a list, please listen to the episode titled Your Ideal Life, which will prompt you with some questions to create it. I think you'll find the various suggestions helpful, and best of all, a lot of fun to do. The best way to utilize this meditation is to listen to it all the way through once, to familiarize yourself with it. Then, if you'd like to use this episode as a guided meditation, simply pause it after each step until you are ready to proceed to the next one. The first step is to choose a quiet spot at a time when you're least likely to be disturbed. Turn off your cell phone and any other distracting devices that might be in the room. If noise might be a problem, use earplugs or noise-canceling headphones through which you can play white noise, soothing nature sounds, or soft music. Be sure not to choose music which might be distracting to you. It should be calm and mellow, preferably instrumental. Three. Sit comfortably and begin to breathe deeply. Inhale through your nose to a count of four. Hold for a count of two, then exhale through your mouth slowly to a count of six. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Hold, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six. Do this for a couple of minutes, until you find your body relaxing and your mind slowly starting to let go of its chatter and settle into a quieter, more receptive mode. 4. Now, begin to meditate one by one on each aspect of your ideal life. Don't use too much force. Use a very gentle approach. I find it helpful to pretend I'm sitting in a darkened theater looking at a blank movie screen. Don't get hung up on the word visualize. Some people will see vivid mental images start to appear on their inner movie screen, while others will get just a subtle impression. It doesn't matter. The visualization still works either way. Treat it lightly, but confidently Visualize anything that gives you all the feels of achieving this goal. Five, see yourself immersed in the scene you hold in your mind's eye. Use all of your senses. If you're visualizing your ideal place to live, see yourself there, smiling and happy. Notice all the details about it, such as how your house looks and where it's located. Here's an example which you can alter to fit your own particular scenario. If your ideal place to live is by the seashore, see the beautiful blue-green water and smell the salty ocean air. Feel the gentle sea breeze caress your face and ruffle your hair. Wiggle your toes and feel the sand beneath them. Hear the crash of the waves and the cry of the seagulls as they fly in the air above you. Then walk into your home and go through every room, seeing, feeling, smelling, and touching everything you encounter until you really feel as though you are there. If you would like to share this home with a person or pet, see them there with you, also looking happy. This is a good time to mention something important about goals that involve another person. It's fine to visualize a particular someone you'd like to be with, but remember, we cannot control the destiny of another person. Your ideal life scenario needs to be one that they also would like to share, or it will not happen. We cannot force our dreams on someone else. Even if you manage to do so, it ultimately would lead to unhappiness. So, unless you are already with the person and they share a goal similar to yours, be willing to open to other possibilities. You can visualize that special someone, but your ultimate wish should be the highest good for all concerned. 6. Once you have thoroughly immersed yourself in one particular aspect of your ideal life, move on to the next one. Don't try to force any impression that doesn't come naturally. The important thing is that you give yourself a feeling of certainty that achieving your goal will happen. Use any means to do this. For instance, if you want to write a book, visualize an image of your book's front cover your name in the byline, and your picture on the back cover. See other people reading this book, enjoying it, and deriving benefit from it. 7. After you have visualized each aspect of your ideal life, your goals and aspirations, say to yourself the following affirmation. I have what it takes to be blank and have Blank. Fill in the blanks with whatever is appropriate to your goal. See yourself enjoying your new life and giving light to others with your gifts. See yourself shining with light, following the path of higher power, spreading your light to other people in your own unique, God-given way. 9. Close with the following statement which I learned from Shakti Gawain's wonderful book, Creative Visualization. All this or something better now manifests for me in totally satisfying and harmonious ways for the highest good of all concerned. This is, I think, the most important step in the whole process of manifesting your ideal life. It acknowledges our humility, and leaves the door open to God's greater wisdom to give us what we truly need and what will give us true joy and fulfillment. 10. Now, gently turn your attention back to the present time and slowly open your eyes. If you were able to really immerse yourself in the visualization process, you will feel as though you truly were in that new life for a little while. Take a few minutes every day to visualize your ideal life. You don't have to spend hours or force yourself, but do it on a regular basis. Also, spend some time daily developing your gifts. And over time, you'll become more skilled and successful at them. Don't obsess over it. Don't overtire yourself or get anxious and troubled. Stay open, calm and hopeful. There is no better way to spend one's life than to give it to God with trust that God will do with it what is right. Tell God sincerely, Thank you for all my many blessings. I give you all I own, all I have within me, and all I am. Take these and use them to do what you will. Help me to do your work and use your gifts. Open me to whatever you want for me. Say this prayer in the morning and when you go to bed at night. Don't worry about the details. God will take care of them. But it's important to truly and sincerely mean it when we give God our life. We can't give him only some of it and withhold a portion for ourselves. Giving him all that we have is difficult, but a very powerful thing to do. As you visualize your goals, you will run up against doubts and questions. Write them down in a notebook. At the top of the page, put the date, then write out the gift or goal you want to manifest and all your questions and problems regarding this goal, no matter how small. If you write them down and meditate on them with trust, but not fixate on them with worry or anxiety, the guidance you need eventually will come. By doing this step, you're acknowledging that you have questions and doubts about manifesting your goals, because to repress and ignore them would interfere with your ability to visualize freely. But at the same time, you're releasing them as something to be dealt with as you go along, rather than an obstacle to you right now. You might find that just by writing down these questions and concerns, Something might happen to give you the answer. For instance, a friend might say something that answers your question. You might come across a book or article that gives you information you need. You might spontaneously get an insight or inspiration that gives you a new perspective on the situation. Or you may awaken from a dream that gave you some guidance. You might not always know immediately that you got your answer. But if you write it all down, over time, you'll find that the concern is no longer troubling you. Write down that fact as well, and indicate that you are no longer troubled by this concern. Lastly, but most importantly, express gratitude to God for His help. In upcoming episodes, we'll explore how to develop a plan of action for manifesting your ideal life. I hope you enjoyed this audio blog episode. Please join me next time as we explore more practical ways to live out our individual faith, beliefs, and goals. Please subscribe and follow this channel and share it with people you think might enjoy it. The written version of this episode can be found on my blog, EverydayLifeSpirituality.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, at Everyday Life Spirituality, and on Facebook at Rose Francis Inspiration. All of these links can be found in the episode description or show notes. Until next time, stay well and live each day of your life to the fullest.